Now we're recording. Now we're now we're now we're going. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad Vice. We got Cat here. What's up? Uh, I'm here. I am here. It's a very spooky episode. I got my pumpkin spice latte. Oh yeah, it's almost candle. Halloween. And I don't have any pumpkins or gourds, but I do have this Blu-ray of Pumpkinhead. It's like fun. a spooky movie, so I figure that's like a little decoration, you know? Pumpkins. Do you, pumpkin have, your, latte. Do you have your costume? Uh, ready to go? I, I just got a job for the 31st, actually. Oh, okay. So I might be working that night anyways. You should dress up anyway. <laughs> Could you Im- I'm <laughs> like a mummy set. booming. Could you imagine? You're his fucking eye line. And you're the Green Goblin. <laughs> I think you should do it. All right. Let's get the show started. Good, right? Yes, what is that? That's the that's the me it's, stuff, is it? It's the no. we we sports music, the menu music for it. Did you ever have we sports? Mm-mm. But I, I had, remember I remember I had, No, it's oh. we we fitness, isn't it? They're all they're, it's this is all the same music that they use in everything. I was thinking of Wii Fitness, the one where you have like the board and yeah. it tries to make you like work out. Have you seen what the Switch one is? It's like a Pilates ring. Have you seen that? That's stupid. It looks pretty cool. And it's an RPG you play where it's like, to, you, it's basically like a Pokemon encounter game where like you encounter enemies and they're like, you have to do three squats to defeat this Pokemon. And it's like, one squat, two squats. And it tells you how good they are. But I mean, like, why can't you just like play Pokemon? Well, why can't play, you play oh Pokemon and work out separately? I don't know why these things are always because they're all about innovation. Okay, what the fuck have you invented? Kids are just gonna get around a it. new way to annoy me. That's one. <laughs> it's just like the Pokemon pedometers, right? So, uh, what is Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a podcast where Robin and Gorian read advice columns and then they give their own advice and yeah. then they read. The advice. I like it. Speaking of Robin, uh, the thing I wanted to tell you guys that I... She is dead, yeah. No, no, to she's me. alive. But I listened to her audiobook oh, over shit. the past... Or nice. It's not like an audiobook, it's like Don't a Don't peddle podcast. her merch on our show. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'll like, well, check it out. I, I teared up on the bus Robinhab.com. Like, a couple of times. Really? It is, it is worth listening to. Do I would you, recommend it. Do you emote publicly? Like I try not to. <laughs> It's so true. I'm like, I hate enjoying stuff in public. I, As, if I, like, I honestly, like, I tear up at almost, <laughs> like, the drop of a hat. I cry so frequently. You're about to cry right now. <laughs> like, honestly, it, it. but then I think about it and then I start crying more and it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's like that Dumb and Dumber bit where they're, like, watching a commercial or something and they're crying, you know. And they're crying at the commercial. I don't know. Why are they crying at the commercial? It's I ruined the fucking bit. But uh, don't roll your eyes, please. I'm trying to keep this together. I don't have I don't have celebrities to bail me out this week when oh, things no. get rough. But it's gonna be a classic episode. It's gonna be a classic episode about advice. You know, we might have Chad the dad call in with some dad advice. That'd be pretty cool. Who's, who's Chad the dad? My boy from high school, man. He's a dad now. So I thought. How old is he? My age, I think. He's like 24 or 25. How old's the kid? Younger than him. Uh, well, obviously. I think like seven or eight months. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's so like, it's fresh. Yeah. What I want to know is, who teaches you how to be a parent? Because like, when you get pregnant, anyone can get pregnant, right? Yeah. It's not like, you know, you basically have a, an exam at the end of that pregnancy, and that's like your kid. Yeah, you know? and it goes on for 20 years. <laughs> how the fuck do you study for that? Like, I mean, they do have, like, parenting classes. Books, classes? What can you teach in a class? Y- well, a lot of it is, like, the, the basics of keeping, like, an infant alive. 
is like the thrust of parenting classes before. All right, I'm gonna throw some food at you, and you tell me if a baby can or can't eat it. I, I, oh, this will be interesting. I don't think I'll get this right. Carrots. No. Babies can't have carrots. I thought that I was mean, like the can only have, food they, they can, can have, eat. like mashed carrots. I'm, I'm talking about like when the baby's in the fucking eating the you know Cheerios on the baby table, not like a you know. Right, but they couldn't have like carrots. Can, it would can, have to be mashed carrots. It's not mashed all the way. Like they can have like can, they can have solid foods after like a couple months. I feel they don't have teeth. They they gum it, dude. I swear to God, man. I've seen a baby eating or a do, fucking do carrot. Babies, no, they have their baby teeth. I I don't know. <laughs> well, I honestly, freaks. I don't know. But they can't like chew. <laughs> what, at what age would you grow your teeth in? No, 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 no. Because teething is a thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's like very early on, right? Where it's like, oh, the baby's teething. It's like eight weeks old or something. Yeah, but I don't think they have the muscles to like eat solid food. <laughs> what are your muscles? We, okay, neither of us have any idea about what babies can eat. So That's why game, we want to have Chad the dad on. There's no way for us to win this game. We'll, we'll ask him when his, when his kid had a carrot first. Boom, how about that? Okay, maybe it hasn't happened yet. I also want to ask if he was in the room when she gave birth, you know? Oh, Holding the hand, videotaping it, you know, big camcorder. Ooh, camcorder. Classic dad stuff. Oh, no, you don't want Gets that. Gets his, you know, dollar stuck in the vending machine down the hall. Yeah. Football games on, he gets distracted, misses his kid, makes up some sort of elaborate lie. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I guess yeah. so. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see when he comes in. Um, let me start off with the musing before we get into some advice, eh? Um, musing, maybe. Let's do it. Um, anything cool happened to you this week? No. Okay, sweet. <laughs> it's been a very boring week. Um, so I had an idea. So I was taking the Via Rail to get back from Ottawa, mm-hmm. and... I was lucky enough that both times I went, the first time I went, I had the last seat so I could recline all the way. The last time I went, I was facing like where the rows turn directions. So everyone's like facing the back and then I was the last one. Then everyone's facing the front. So we could both recline as much as we want because we wouldn't hit each other. Oh, okay. So I was thinking everyone, you should be able to sign up for a ticket on Via Rail where it's like the lying down class where they have a bunch of like maybe one aisle where everything's just lying back, like leaning back all the way, almost like a sleeper cabin, but like, you know, just very comfortable. Or they have it where uh, you can get a way cheaper seat, but someone's going to recline into you. <laughs> That's the, true. They have like a full recline. We'll give you two bucks off and or maybe the guy in front of you pays and you get the money and then he gets to fucking lean down. Yeah, that's I think that's good. how it should be. I would probably take that deal. If there's a sleeping baby and people collect $50, you get to throw that baby overboard, man. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I think call up via rail. <laughs> All right, let's get into some advice. All right. Um. All right, let's start with a shorty. Ooh, a short one. Slate. My son's... Okay, also, real quick. Um, Oxford University banned clapping today. Did you hear that? Banned clapping? Yeah, and their school unions thing. They're going to be doing jazz hands now. Wait, what do you what do you mean? Like, like at student union events, they're just going to be instead of clapping at things, they're doing jazz hands. Oh, do you mean like the uh, like sign language for applause? Yeah, like jazz hands. Oh, okay. All, all right. Is that a? <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? It is. It is weird. No but clapping. I, a, a camp that I went to in grade seven yeah. did that. And it was like it's a no applaud cool. class. What? It's, well, because it's it's. I think it's so that uh, if I think someone that went to the camp mm-hmm. was deaf, so it was so they could like participate in the applause. They know so when we're applauding. 
Well, probably. <laughs> I think I think that's the idea of it, but also it just makes for more chill applause. Like if you're at like a speaking type event, like yeah. polite applause, it's actually like very chill. Like it's kind of like a calming applause experience. You, I think you should be open minded to this new applause. Well, here's the method. thing too. It's you, not too. It's not that different from regular applause. <laughs> don't, don't tell me. Like I wouldn't replace like applause at a concert <laughs> with, with sign language <laughs> applause, but I think in most like polite society, yeah, things, it's like the like, snapping at a poetry slam. You know, it's a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. All right, advice time. <laughs> I'm sorry I wasn't sufficiently angry about that. Ah, you want no clapping? Here, I'm giving you these. I, I appreciate that. You hear that, everybody? It doesn't work very well for the podcast medium, but I don't think you've ever been applauded on your podcast. <laughs> That's true. Um, Slate. My son's elementary school library is apparently separated into sections by grade. Kindergarten books in one section, first grade books in another section, etc. This is you. This is utilitarian in that it prevents sixth graders from having to browse through picture books and keeps the younger kids away from age inappropriate content like the hustlers. I mean, like, yeah, you're only going to get up to grade eight level. (laughs) But continue. Um, Could you imagine you walk in and you're like in fifth grade and you're bored as fuck and you're like, man, I could go for a Where's Waldo right now. And they're like, no, 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 no. Second graders, you know, and below. You can't find Waldo if you're out of that grade. It's too easy for you. We had at my library, and I am still angry about this to this day, that uh, in my elementary school library, they made a boy zone. Whoa. Uh, and they put all of the... Boy co- zone! It was, boy zone! It's because, like, boys were, like, falling behind and, like... <laughs> In, like, reading and stuff, which I think, like, statistically was probably, like, a real concern. But it was, uh, they put all of the cool books in the library in the boy zone to, like, encourage them to get reading. So, like, all of your Guinness Book of World Records, oh, your yeah. Where's Waldo's. Yeah. And we just, like, couldn't go use those books. Really? Because they were, you could technically, but, like, it was, You're not like, going to go in the boy zone as a girl. You don't want to go in the boy zone. It's like going in the boy's bathroom as a girl or something. Exactly. It's It was... I'm very annoyed by it. Did you... I mean, we all remember Scholastic Book Fairs, right? Love it. So good. Did you guys ever have some sort of initiatives where it was like the class that read the most books gets like a pizza party? And I think that was the day Mm. I stopped believing in Santa Claus because I'm like, we can just lie. We can just lie about all of this, guys, and get a fucking pizza party. Like there was no magic. That would have never occurred to me as a child. (laughs) Bro, did you do Jump Rope for Hard ever? No. Did you guys have it at your school, though? No, that hoops for kind, heart, anything like hoops that. Hoops for heart. We did hoops for heart. Did they give you like this, like the you go around collecting donations door to door, and there's like a prize list where it's like if you collect thirty dollars, you get a skip rope. If you collect fifty dollars, you get like a a drinking thing. Sure. I remember I was in a. <laughs> I don't think I ever collected more than the minimum amount to participate. Well, I you just get the skipping rope on the day. You know, we would do that. So I guess like to get a basketball. You just wanted to get something. It's so cool. You, yeah. You know, Captain Lions, here's your fucking water ball. And you're like, yeah, I, I earned, earned this. this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, I earned this with my parents' money. <laughs> well, other people's money. I, it was almost always my parents. <laughs> well, that's true. But this one kid at an assembly told me he got like $100 over the weekend. He fucking kept it. Oh wow! I mean that, that blew my mind. I mean that's just straight up a crime. 
it's not he didn't really game the system so Here, much as he just lied to people and took their money here's the thing though i think if you do game the system at that age you're not like, you're not who, gaming so, the system so much to tie up to see these loopholes okay this is a little boy he doesn't know any better he's that, in fifth grade that's not a loophole a loophole is when you like exploit a technicality he just lied to yeah, people the and took their money is they trusted a fifth grader which you should not do the money should always be like exchanged properly or something I mean, Hoops for Heart doesn't care about that $100. That's true. You know? it, can't you write off donations? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, you can. They're like tax deduct- deductible. I Do you think. want to donate to my uh, charity? What's your charity? Um, hoops for Jump Rope. Sure. It, sound, it sounds legit. Right, close enough. I want there to be more hoops for Jump Ropers. Um, but my son, a kindergartner, is an advanced reader. Uh, doubt it. A kindergartner, an advanced reader. I what does that it. mean? They're reading like fucking. It just means they're reading like Oedipus above, Rex? above like, their level. What's the, what's above their level? Just I remember one time I was, I was an advanced reader in kindergarten, so I know. Well, he, my thing is that, and I, it means it means nothing. It means that like you read books at home, so like yeah. you might be reading chapter books. It's it's I remember like low key chapter books in school. They would always give like. Maybe like a third of the kids one book, a third of the kids another book, and a third of the kids another book. And it was like easy, medium, and hard. Right. And And this parent is going like, my kid's too smart for the top (laughs) level book. Like, oh, God. And I remember remember in grade four, uh, half the class was reading. I forgot we told this before, but half the class was reading How to Eat Fried Worms. Have you ever read that book? No, but it sounds lit. It's amazing. A friend makes a bet with another friend that he, he can't eat a worm every day for a month. And... It's so funny. It's like the kid tries to like get his friend to like skip the day and they become like fucking enemies by the end. Hilarious book. I read it like years later because what I was reading was the Underground Railroad to Canada. Wow. Grade four. I remember one of the assignments was like, you know, draw what you think the person in the book looks like. And I'm terrible at drawing. And I remember just drawing this picture and looking at it and looking over at the kids and they're pretending to eat worms over there. Oh, my God. Yeah, they would always pick like, <sighs> the like a fun book and then like a, <laughs> the a Canadian classic. Oh, the Canadian books, dude. You would get, you know, um, no no hate against it, but you get some sort of like aboriginal like creation story. Well, and you're like in Three Day Road. Did you ever read Three Day Road? No. That, that dude just like. I don't I don't know too much about this controversy, mm. but it turns out he's like not actually like indigenous. Yeah, he was just using <laughs> and that using book it is to, like those oh, high, the high schools are have really? really been pushing that book. Huh. So I feel betrayed. And the other half of class reading is like the Indian in the cupboard, and you're like, God damn! And they're watching fucking movies over there and stuff. And <sighs> ridiculous. Um, but back to the gray the kindergarten stuff. Being an advanced reader there, I never thought that like you could be an advanced reader. I thought it was just like you're done reading. Like you can't be an advanced reader. You just understand the concepts enough that you can apply it to anything. Well, that that's the thing. That's why it's. I feel like it's it's weirdly overemphasized in schools. Mm-hmm. I think it's it has to do with like when you pick up vocabulary because you have to like know a certain number of words and be able to like picture it in your head but it's it's sort of like the speed to which you get to that point is Mm -hmm. like not that important yeah it's it's such a it's such like a easily identifiable thing that like it's just very stressed in Mm -hmm. schools and one time in kindergarten and then if the library is segmented (laughs) the whole the whole system's out of whack it's crazy um, one time in kindergarten, I remember I was going to go hand in the attendance. Teachers like run this down to the office. I'm like sweet, run down to the office, hand it in, and come back. 
she taught them that like the T and H makes a th sound. Mm-hmm. I missed that. So for the whole week, I was and to this day, you don't yeah, know. Right? I, I, I could have been. Who knows? They never taught it again after that. I, I got. I think I taught, said it at home or something, and my parents were like, well, "What are you saying?" And I'm like, eh, you know, like that fucking word." Couldn't do it. Are you it. sure you specifically missed that in class, or is Swear it just God. like you didn't know? Why would I lie about this? Well, I just like how did you find out that that you had missed it? Did a friend like tell you? I think it was just written on the board when I came back in, and I'm like, "That's a word I haven't seen before." We've seen Apple. Oh. I know what that one is. Don't know what that one is, though. Well, the public school system has truly failed you. It's true. <laughs> Plus, I'm a dual language citizen. Let's not forget. I'm fluent in Serbian. I'm fluent in English. I'm fluent in French. That, that's pretty impressive. You didn't know two languages. They say people that can speak two you're languages are in, smarter. You're not fluent in French. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that for a second. It's like, there's no way. And I'm fluent in lying. Um... But my son, a kindergartner, is an advanced reader, and he hasn't been interested in picture books in at least a year. He likes Magic Treehouse books. Like, like you don't outgrow picture books at that age. It's like you still want to, like, sorry, I keep on, I'm annoyed by this parent. There's, there's, and you know, to bring a point up, they have um, adult sections now with coloring books in them. It goes both ways. People of all ages enjoy images. Mm -hmm. You don't outgrow images. Unless it's porn then you're not allowed put that away well i mean like children shouldn't be allowed porn controversial i know well that's chat okay we don't know um recently he asked to borrow a book from the first grade section and the librarian said no twice assuming there was a simple misunderstanding i emailed the teacher asking for her help and she punted it to the principal the principal sternly refused any exceptions to the policy and made it clear there's no room for discussion i've dropped the issue it's not worth a fight with the school but i can't help but wonder why why would they limit a kid to books that are not challenging or interesting to him? Why not let him read on his own level? The school wouldn't... Could you imagine I fucked up reading while I was reading this? You know, that'd be... I mean, it's very likely to I was, happen. I, I was trying so hard just so that, you know, you wouldn't chirp on me or something. You already, you already messed up on utilitarianism. <laughs> I'm reading at a freaking kindergarten level over here. Um, the school wouldn't provide any reasons. I don't want to feel so disappointed with them anymore. Can you help me understand? Signed, Confused Mama. You gotta admit that's kind of fucked up. I I I do think it's uh, I what I would assume it is it's it's overly bureaucratic. It's probably mm-hmm. they have a certain amount of books allotted yep. to the first yep. graders. They need to have the books for them to like be able to sign them out, bring them back, and like, like not yeah. run out of books. Or, like, but at the same time, it's like let, let the kid take the yeah. fuck out. What well, I remember in the school I went to, we couldn't until grade two. I went to a different school. We couldn't afford a library, so we had the bookmobile. It was a fucking. Ooh, did my you guys mom, have that? My mom had a bookmobile when she was growing up, and she always thought, made yeah. it sound really cool. She didn't, she didn't own it though, right? Like she went to one. No. Oh god, that was. I was like, your mom. That would have been so cool. And I remember I would take out the goosebump books just to look the fucking covers i remember that was the coolest part and i was like in kindergarten those I was are like, great books. i want to look at this because it's like it tells a story on its own it has like that little little writing on each one that's like you know would you put the mask on and i'm like hell no you know <laughs> let the kid have the books so yeah. what would you say then if i would guess like i would say yes the school should let the kid have the books but also he should drop it and not push it i got because like he can easily go to a library and get books for his Fuck, kids that was my idea i was gonna say go to the library yeah the, like he shouldn't cause issues with the school yeah like if it the worst case scenario is that your child is very very smart and plus, is a little bored plus i remember i feel like in school they again i grew up watching like you know like 
school-based shows that were basically like they're high schoolers, but they're in grade two or something. Because I was like, you can't go to the library whenever the fuck you want when you're in primary school. Like, you have, like, library period, and that's when you can take your books out. Next Thursday's library period. Bring your fucking library books, you know? I think we had, like, a mail slot to return it, but you couldn't just go get a book whenever you wanted. When would you go? Yeah, and our library cards were all in this binder that the librarian <laughs> had. Like, we didn't yeah, get to keep and them. and they scanned them. They scanned the card. I remember that. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. Um, so what do we say? Go to the library? Yeah, just go to, Check a, out your local library. Go to a normal library. They got cool stuff there. They have books for all ages. They don't verify your age. And porn. They do not. Do, you do use they? Com- no, you can use the computers, though. Um, dear Confused, I regret to report that I have no way of making you understand this policy because I don't understand it either. I've never heard of such a thing and find it utterly ridiculous. I'm an author myself, and so I appreciate on a personal and professional level the ways in which librarians champion books. They are also consistently underpaid for the most important job that they do. It pains me to say that this particular librarian is acting foolishly and against the interests of students, and the principal is equally at fault for supporting this ludicrous policy. While your principal is making no room for discussion on this issue, there should there should at least be room for an explanation, a rationale of some kind, a reason for the policy. You may not be offered an opportunity to discuss, but you are certainly entitled to a reason. I'd politely but firmly ask for one. Boom. I don't know. Do you want to be the do you want to be the person contacting the principal being like, I don't want you to change anything, but I just want an explanation. <laughs> it would make me feel better. Like a fucking bad rom-com. Why? Why'd you cheat on me? Why'd you deny my kid books? You know what? Because we set up the system and we don't want to change it. <laughs> make your kid wear a fucking wire. Make him go to school and try and take out the book and leak it. Leak it online. Call. I swear to God. Call ABC. Call NBC. Call C. CNN, man. I saw this video today uh, of a parent had put a mic on his kid, like oh, four-year-old kid playing hockey. Yeah, that was a great fucking video. Oh my gosh, I know. It was like a viral video from like yeah. a long time ago, but still it was, good though. it holds up. It's funny how the kid's like talking himself up and like, come on, like get up, you know? Fucking cute. It's like we're going to McDonald's after, <laughs> like to himself. That's right. great. You got one? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Hit me up. All right, where can I... I'm going to message Chad, Dad, and tell them to... Okay, so this one's from Reddit. Oh, I love it. It's another Am I the Asshole one. I only have one of these this time. Okay. Okay. Am I the asshole for going on a pancake strike to get back at my wife? Pancake strike? It is explained in the thing. It's a crepe conundrum. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. It's not exactly the same as a pancake. (laughs) My wife and I have been married for over 10 years, together close to 15. We have several children. Ever since we moved in together, I have made her, and eventually our kids when we were blessed with them, pancakes every Saturday morning. The only time I've not done it is when I've been seriously sick or away on business. I'll wake up at 7 and make a big pancake breakfast. Honey roasted nuts, bacon, etc. My father like, did- honey, roast my nuts. <laughs> my father did the same thing, and so it's my- kind of a family tradition in some sense. Okay, that's pretty chill. About one to two weeks ago, my wife told me that she would be going on a sex strike that her feminist mom group was organizing. God damn it, man. Face- First we lose applause, now we lose sex. It's a, it's a sex strike. Isn't that a Shakespeare novel? Is it? Play. Yeah. I assume same thing. Um, sure. They and um, Spike Spike Jones. It's not Spike Jones. Spike Lee. Yeah, do the right thing. 
Lee, right? Oh, I always get them confused because mm. they're both like good Spike. directors. That too. And Spike. Um, one of I the, think it's Spike Lee. Yeah, he he did a recreation of that story, and it was basically like women in gangs where like the gang members are like fighting each other, refuse to have sex with the gang members until they deal with their shit because too many people are dying. This is like that, <laughs> but it's just a Facebook group of fellow moms. I want to get in that group. Can we get you in that group on the inside? Maybe. Oh my god. I'm I'm not married, so it would be hard for me to participate <laughs> in the strike. Okay, so it's a Facebook group where moms get together to promote feminism slash organize protests. Now, I've never been a political person. I just want to live a happy life with my family and nothing more. And fuck that pussy. <laughs> but I try to be supportive of my wife since this stuff is important to her. And I'm not informed on any of this political stuff. <clears throat> But this just seemed wrong to me. Of course, she's not obligated to have sex with me, but it seemed like she is trying to punish me for something I haven't done. It really sat wrong with me. After a few days, I asked if the sex strike was still something she wanted to do, and she reaffirmed so. You know, don't strikes have like, you know, I don't want Hong Kong striking for, you know? I know what the climate people are striking for. That's the very, I don't know what these people are striking that's for. That's the very suspicious thing about this is that he seems to have, it's just like, well, feminism or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah, seems yeah, to have striking no for idea. Some chick reason, bro. Like, I don't get it. Hmm. She probably explained to him like five times, like, this is the reason why. He's like, like uh huh, uh huh. Like flipping pancakes in the background, you know? And she's like, these are the specific <laughs> things I would like you to change. And he's like, oh, feminism or whatever. Honey, roast my nuts. I'm, I'm not political. So did I'm you the, vote? I did vote. Good for you. Did you vote? I voted for me, man. I wrote my name on the back. Well, obviously you would vote. Oh, okay. I thought. Um, you can vote for other people, actually. Mm-hmm. You can't write them in with this one. Um, I don't know. I, I wrote know. on the back of mine, keep a watch on Catherine Lyons. Oh, man. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. I hope the government doesn't come after me. All right. So on the surface, I think I haven't done anything wrong. But on further reflection, I think I might be the asshole because I'm not supporting something that's important to my wife. I'm ruining a pseudo family tradition and I'm punishing my kids to get back at my wife. And then he's basically like the judgment here. I will follow whatever mm-hmm. Reddit says. So what do, what do you think? Is so, he justified in his pancake strike? It's it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair that. <sighs> well, here are my two main things I think are weird about this. One, what's he going to say to the kids when he doesn't have the pancake go ask your mom yeah like (laughs) they're gonna be like what's going on and then also like that he's he like is equivalating sex with his pancakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's what he's bringing to the relationship here's my take on it because like it's it's like you know she can't give up anything that like the only thing that she can give up that would affect him is you know sex right Mm -hmm. and then he's like what I have to give up something I love now, you know? It's not that I just don't have sex anymore. I can't do pancake with Saturday. And it sounded like this guy fucking loved doing that. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's pancake. I, I don't think she is gonna be as like hurt by losing the pancakes yeah. as he is. I think he's just gonna get sadder and sad. And you know what? He's gonna fucking make pancakes for Suzanne or someone fucking else on another Saturday in her bed, man. Ooh. I don't yeah. know. It just seems like imagine if like 
instead of like him giving up pancakes, like, oh, I'm going to give up, you know, bridge every Sunday because I like doing that. That's how crazy it sounds to me. Like this man loves making pancakes and he took not even, not only that, but sex away from him. Well, and now he's going to find out that his family doesn't care that much about the pancakes or sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, don't, I don't know. What would you advise him to do? OK. OK. I okay. would say talk to the wife and try and like better understand why she's doing it and then also like like try and talk it out with her here's my take on it i don't it. think that he's gonna have a lot of success with the pancake strike it, it also sounds like she just doesn't want to have sex with this guy like i'll be real it sounds like she does not want to fuck this guy yeah she's anymore she's on her way out what the fuck it just that's what it sounds like though doesn't it i mean yeah i don't know man it's I wonder if the Facebook group really exists. Like, who? What's what's she benefiting from? Like, driving her best friend to do that? You know, mm, that's a good point. Like, that woman respects feminism more than she respects you. You know, eh, I I support that. <laughs> Get out <laughs> of here! You Once you're locked down, that's your fucking team for life, dude. No, feminism's my only uh, team. Yeah. I'll sabotage it. I'll sabotage it all. Take take that, men. <laughs> all right. Read me the goddamn answer. Well, pretty much all of the... Oh, all, right. It was there a There was kind thread. of like a consensus that... What was this posted on again? I'm sorry. It was in my last hole. Right. Uh, and pretty much everyone suggested make pancakes for your kids and not your wife. <laughs> She'll find a way to eat them. It's... it's you know, that's a no, fight waiting to happen. He's adamantly like he'll tell them about the strike, but people were just people were weirdly were like, "Don't take it out on your kids." Yeah, she's awful, but like, I didn't even your think kids about the haven't kids. done anything oh, wrong. Oh my god, they probably love getting up on Saturday, watching Saturday cartoons, getting mm-hmm. fucking pancakes, and they're like, "Well, Dad, where's the pancakes?" Your your dad's all of a sudden, you know, from a hero to a zero. He's slumping around in pajamas all day. Doesn't have it in him to make pancakes. And then when she does leave him, then the kids hate him. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I think it's a bad idea. I can't believe, you know, give me, give me some, is there any like top voted comments? No, I didn't. They were, they were all like that. All right. All right. Dear Abby, as a woman, I am infuriated by men of all ages who have to adjust their crotches all the time. (laughs) Is there any way we can tell these men that what they're doing is vulgar and embarrassing and it's rude to do this in public. I'm also tempted to caress my breast. I'm almost tempted to caress my breast with both hands and push upward, but I guess that would be worse. Any idea? Signed, Infuriated and Topeka. First of all, they'd probably love it <laughs> if she did that. You can't have it both ways, sister. All right? But also, like, how often is she staring at guys' crotches that she's noticing yeah. this? I... There are some people that just like go wild in public. You know, you walk and you're like, yeah. that dude's getting in there. But it's like, who do they have to impress? Not me. You know, they're I okay feel, with that. I feel like it depends on where you are, too. Like, if you're like stuck like in a subway car with someone, then you're yeah. like, ugh. But if you're like walking around, it's like, whatever, dude. Where, go for it. Scratching your crotch in public is like wearing like, I don't know, something very showy, like a very showy piece of like attire or outfit. You know, that's the same thing to me where it's like, you know, you're brave. I, I commend you for wearing like an old red zipper jacket pant combo. So you're and saying you're rubbing your crotch. You are, you're saying that public crotch scratchers mm-hmm, are just like you admire you admire them and aspire admire, to be that. I would never be them. I admire them, but you I can't you be wish them. you had their moxie. Um, no, because I still know it's wrong. You know, but I respect them. I respect that they, you know, you know, I won't shake your I, hand. I get that. You know, but. 
Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I would say to the lady, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's it's unpleasant, but like, what could you possibly do? Like, just kind of like learn to live yeah, with learn, it. Like, shame them. Or like, uh, I don't know, don't go out in public so much. Move to like a small town. Also, let me just say this as a man. They have no idea what it's like to be a man. Okay. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> what? <laughs> like in, in what sense? I am not having sex with anyone until this woman apologizes. I am on a sex strike. I'm on a pancake strike. This column is probably like from the 90s. (laughs) It's from like yesterday, I think. Oh. Dear infuriated, forget hoisting your breasts skyward. Rather than succumb to infuriation, dig deep and try to feel some sympathy. This has everything to do with our creator's grand design. Dear Lord. (laughs) Dear Lord. (laughs) Thank you for this crotch. Because men's genitalia are external, they sometimes get pinched in their clothing, which is uncomfortable. It's only naturally that they scratch. Wow. I, I mean, yeah. They're like This Abby said God did it. That's what she said. She's like, this is God's plan for so, men to scratch their crotches in public. It's all God's plan, man. So every time you see someone scratch their crotch, An you should do it. You, you, no, you should just do a little prayer. <laughs> oh, just do a little like yeah, your don't, don't the hoist Holy up your boobs, just do like the the <laughs> cross son. the cross thing. Oh my god. Yeah, that's I guess that makes sense. All right. Let's do another quickie. Are you doing another one? I'll do another quick one. Okay. Yeah, because that one was pretty short. Yeah. I'm saving the kid ones for for the Chad dad. That makes sense. That makes sense. Here's one that you can appreciate. Okay, good. I swear to God, if it's about twins. (laughs) I wish. I feel I often feel very singled out. <laughs> you bring up twins. Don't you and, have twin emotions? And, and siblings. Specifically, you guys bring up siblings hooking up a lot. And that then you're like, time. twins? No, it's multiple episodes. Dear Prudence, I love my wife, but she plays the same two to three Taylor Swift songs at a high volume every morning and sometimes at night. I go out of my way to avoid playing music that I know she dislikes around her, but Swift is immune from complaints. The same songs have been played on loop for months now. We are 38 and 37 with two small children. Although I don't begrudge her a love of cheesy pop, playing the same songs on repeat is pushing me to the brink. I don't want to pick fights about it because she is highly sensitive to criticism. Am I entitled to be free of the same songs on loop every day, or does a good spouse write it off as a quirk and suck it up? Help! Signed, Taylor Swift is straining my marriage. I am so torn on this one because I love to play songs on repeat and I mm-hmm. like will listen to the same song like over and over again yeah. my whole life. But I also really, really hate it when people play things on speakers. There's nothing worse than when someone tries to like show you a song, you know, and like we got to listen to the oh, lyrics, yeah. you know, and even like playing a song is like, you know. Give it some variety. That's all the man's asking for. Just a different Taylor Swift song. It can still be Tay. I don't know. Not all of her songs are equal, (laughs) I would say. There's different, like, some of her songs I'm like, oh, but then there's two or three that I'm like, these are classic pop hits. So you're saying he should stop having sex with her until she starts playing different songs. It's the only way to solve your problem. It's the only way. And then, you know... She'll have to give up something she loves, you know, just like the pancake man. She'll have to stop playing Taylor. It's the same question, basically, if you think about it. Does does this couple have kids? I think maybe he's, he's in for a rude awakening when those kids discover Frozen. You know what, though? Like they're going to be playing the same songs on repeat. You don't have to 
like your kids that much but you gotta like your spouse you know that's a great parenting <laughs> advice you should bring that up with chad the dad it's true you don't have to like your kids you only have to like your spouse what do you mean you don't have to like your kids okay let me rephrase that you can find your kids annoying i don't think you can find your spouse annoying i think that would suck and kids grow out of it your spouse is your spouse you know what it is you can't choose your kids but you can choose your spouse like kids, it's like if you don't like them, you you're not going to you, get rid of them. Yeah, it's Whereas like you, get you, what you could got. potentially leave a spouse, but you can't really like leave kids. Yeah, because you, you pick the person you want to be with. You don't get to pick what the kids act like yeah. and whatnot. Plus, they're kids. They, they change. They grow up over time. They'll get different. They'll get different tastes. A, a Taylor Swift obsession, that's for life. You do not fucking grow out of that. I feel like my judgment on this really depends on what the three songs are. I can't I can't name a single Taylor Swift song. I know a lot of Taylor. She's she's kind of like a guilty pleasure sort of thing. Could you do me a a solid? Could you give me three Taylor Swift songs and a fake Taylor Swift song? And I'll try and pick which one's not real. You think you could do that? Okay. If you could like, you know. I know I can come up with three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) New Year's Day. God. <laughs> 22. Okay, 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 okay. Little House. This is where your acting comes into play. Hey, Steven. So one of those isn't real? One of those isn't real. Okay. Um, I So I, I know 22 is a real song. I don't know about you. Feeling 22. See, it's in the ti- it's, it's, it's in the chorus. You've been 22. You've probably heard it in that That's year. That's true. I listened to, what was it, 23? The Miley Cyrus one. That's a good one. Oh, I don't know that one. Um, So there's, okay, 22. I'm pretty sure New Year's Day is a song. I, I think she was in a movie that was on New Year's or something like that. She may have been in the movie New Year's Day. If Ooh. she may have <laughs> she may She may have been. And then I think, um, what were, what were the other two? Hey, Hey Justin. Hey Steven. Hey Steven. <laughs> and little little house. <laughs> no, you know what I say. I will. I, I will give it. You have narrowed it down to two. I, it, I will say. I am guessing. Hey Steven, because she writes about her ex boyfriends. You're guessing. Oh, which, little which house one's is fake. Little little house is fake. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Holy yeah. shit! It's hard to come up with the the titles. <laughs> you know I what? I think I did pretty good. That was like vaguely country. <laughs> I, I think we solidified though that like anyone will get Taylor Swift. You will just know when it's a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Yeah. She you, has that power know. over me over this woman. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what he could do to solve it. You get like start playing music you don't like around her. I don't know. Oh, rap. You know what? My high school art teacher, he would play music during class, right? And he had everybody add a so- suggest a song for a playlist that he made, and then Tight. he played it. So they should do that with their family, where they make a playlist where they each get to choose like well, that's five very to ten nice. songs. Yeah, or like make her like a mixtape or something, and see how quick she stops listening to it. Just of all the Taylor Swift songs that you like. I'm trying to think if there's some way that you could like you know make it only go so loud every day and like quietly bring it down because she says she listens to this in the morning too when she's getting ready that seems like a lot that's the thing i don't know if it's like just the fact that she's playing music or if that she's playing taylor swift music like you shouldn't be playing music when people are sleeping what do you use for your alarms what what, do you use like stock sounds like no i use the radio which is very hit and miss because oh you have like an actual clock you mean i have one of those uh uh light 
alarms. Uh, but then when it actually gets to the brightest point, it plays like the radio. What? What is this? Have you not? It's like a what the fuck? over the course of half an hour, it starts like at like a really dim light and then it gets brighter and brighter huh. and brighter and it like wakes you up like a little bit more naturally. You know what? That's fucking great because it gets pitch black here at like 730 a.m. when you wake up. So you'll wake up you should, to go to like work and you're like, wow, it's literally darkness in here right now. You should get one of them. You can huh. get, you can get apps for your computer where it'll just like do it on your computer screen. I the one thing I didn't trust there are, what I wanted to do for the longest fucking time was have my phone wake me up with the radio. You can't you don't believe no. how hard that is to find. The only thing I found was like iHeartRadio's yeah. app and the fucking reviews were like it didn't wake me up. It didn't fucking play the radio. I can't afford that. I can't afford to be sending two alarms every day on two different apps. One app. One app. Yeah. That would be that'd be rough. It, it's very much but you could get like a ten dollar clock radio that will do that. That's you know? true. Like, I know. I, I have mine here that also does that, but it's so old. It's just like doesn't even sound like the radio. It sounds like someone's like trying to call for help. You know, it's like what? What better way to wake what? up than with a purpose? I'm calling. I'm calling him. I'm calling him. Does he? Does he know that you're calling? I don't know. I can hear it in the headphones. I hope it works. I hope it doesn't sound like shit. This is high tech. This is the lowest high tech you've ever seen. Uh, if he doesn't fucking pick up. So sad. That's cool, man. I didn't even want to talk to you. He's probably parenting his infant. <laughs> <laughs> like, the the dude has, like, what? How a to- dare you? A toddler? Like, he's, he might be busy. <laughs> I expect him to fucking pick up when I call him, damn it. All right, let me do another music then while we wait. Um, you know what smells really good? What? Fruit Loops. Correct. Oh, he's calling. Oh, oh, it's Chad's <laughs> dad. I won't, I won't be able to finish my Fruit Loops bit. Oh, there was more. Hey, what's up, baby? Can you hear us? Hey, I can hear you. How you hey, doing? What's Hello. up, man? You're on bad oh, baby. Good. We got Cat here. Good. Hello, Chad the dad, as Gorian's been referring Chad to you as. Dad. Chad the dad, baby. <laughs> That's right. Yep. We're no longer Chidapa. If you remember that, we're now Chad the Dad or Chidata. He rapped in high school as, uh, and I gave him his name, Chidapa the Rapper. Can you, can you rap that for is us? still up for debate. <laughs> I would love to hear you rap. Do you remember any of your raps? <laughs> it was that no. like a, oh, I mean, that, you know, it's, 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 I know all it's of them been, by heart. Well, there was a time, yeah. I mean, if you were to play something, right, then maybe it would come back like a muscle. Like if we played like one of the reflex. beats? <laughs> Yeah, let's not. But if you did, hypothetically, <laughs> um, yeah, that would probably be like a muscle thing. I could probably bring it back, but okay. we're just going to leave it leave it in the era that it was. Damn, dude, you got real defensive there. I'll, I'll believe it. I'll, I'll believe that you were once a great rapper. It's true. Oh, yeah, um, it's true. Chad, how, okay, two questions real quick about dad stuff since we got you here. Number My one. My only dad, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, real okay. So, how, did you read a book about how to be like a parent or something, or did you just kind of like go on subreddits? And oh, stuff? I read several, but because like it no wasn't one teaches. Like, like, what the fuck did we learn in high school? Nothing. Nothing. It's true. I mean, you can take like home ec in high school, but they didn't. They didn't have any good home ec classes. We had in a childcare course. It's different. Like, yeah, they make you carry like a bag several. of flour. Yeah, it's probably not very good. Wow. <laughs> There, there are a few that are specifically geared towards dads. Um, one called Diaper Dude or Diaper Daddy or no something way. like that. No yeah, way. Yeah, seriously. And he's got a series of books. He's got a few. <laughs> um, a few? 
he does. He's got a series. It's like I love. You know, that. I had an issue with him though. It was a little too kind of bro dad, like dude. You're a yeah, dad. like, like really leaning into it. I want to get like some actual like. Let's hear the facts. Let's not hear some some skew. Trying to be a bro. Trying to be a mm-hmm. little surfer guy. Um, that was the issue with the male books, right? So if you go towards the female side of things, you got the what what to expect when you're expecting, mm-hmm. what to expect in the first year. That's where you get the good stuff. I also got a few from uh, my parents. There's like an old school guy, Dr. Spock. How many years up? Oh, I've heard know, of them. How many years up did those what to expect books do they make? Like, do they make them like what to expect when they turn 32? <laughs> like, how old does it go? There's probably like a teenage, you know, they kind of... Mm-hmm. Chicken soup. They bit. evolve. I, I think of the chicken soup books. Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> That's what my mind went to. They evolve after you get past the first few years. It's like, let's go on to the chicken soup for the teenage soul. Oh you know, my God. And, the, <laughs> um, and what, all that. What age do babies start growing teeth? Our guy has five teeth right now. Dang. He's just over nine months. So I'd say pff, after six months, you can expect. The, the bottom okay. the front is cute. You can See, go online if I you was, Google I stuff was more like diagrams. Right. <laughs> it'll show you. Um, can your kid eat a carrot though? We were we were arguing about that. Like a you sliced want him carrot. You to eat a carrot. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to steam it forever. You're gonna have to overcook <laughs> thank, it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank I was you. He's like fucking. You it know, was like Bugs what, Bunny over here. The question was like, what can well, babies nah, eat? And you're like, like oh, carrots. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. He to would know. choke. He would definitely choke. Well, we don't want that. Yeah. All right. No, we definitely don't. All right. Do you want to add some some advice with us? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Here we go. Um. All right. This is a Dan Savage. It was like a sexy one. All right. Nice. Dan so, Savage. Okay. I cut out the first part. Okay. So basically, this woman's doing her PhD. She's getting three jobs, and she's online dating on like Tinder and stuff. Whoa, she's busy. So I had this idea. I'd send a message to all my prospective matches, guys who I matched with but haven't had a conversation with yet, and tell them I'd like to save us both the time and effort, and so I'm going to host a greet and meet session. I plan on to be a certain coffee shop on a certain day and time, and they are welcome to stop by and meet me, but this invite will be sent to about 20 other people. So they go in knowing other guys may be there. I figure a handful will actively show, so I so it's a useful way to meet a few guys and also weed out others. I'll include the message I was thinking of sending out as an appendix at the end so you can see what I mean. No one will show. That's a terrible no, idea. No, a few would show. That's Come on, the these thing. are guys. You wouldn't, about. you wouldn't want them. No, because think they about would not. These are lonely guys. Imagine she writes that and Somewhere. you're like like imagine like you and your dude could be like, yo, let's go to the let's go to the big date tonight, you know? Like maybe she's cool. Like maybe this is all just like a big She like, she has constructed the bachelor for herself. Like she has made her own little version of the Bachelor. Could you imagine the dudes that show up to that trying to? It would just be weird guys, though. (laughs) Yeah, it it would be these like studs. It would be the weirdos would show up to the coffee shop. There'd be like four of them. Well, yeah, you're getting no winners. Do remember, this is a a a hot woman, so she doesn't probably doesn't have weirdos, but just like hot dudes, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of matches. Do we know that she's a hot woman? (laughs) Uh, I think she mentioned it, like the way she writes. I mean, she's a That's PhD, some, so she's probably like a little like she's like we don't know that she's like super hot. We you, only know yeah. that she's smart. Do we want to read her message? In Gorian's mind, he's envisioning a very attractive woman. Well, well what, what would you do if if there was a woman? If you were in the situation, would you go to the meetup? percent. No way. I would assume. I yeah. would. I would. Well, I, I, I don't know if I would. I I would not go. 
I would go know, out of curiosity. Go, but if I were in that situation, maybe out of curiosity, but I would anticipate maybe. some weird guys. Yeah, I would just go to be like, okay, let's see like what the fuck's going to happen. Like, I intend nothing to happen with her, but it's just like, God, I got to see what this person's like in person. I yeah, could, man, you, I miss, could see you that. miss every shot you don't take, right? <laughs> I could see wanting to know the story. Mm-hmm. That like that that could be interesting, but I don't think she's gonna get a lot of great prospects out mm. of it. You're right though. Like he, she could be a weird chick herself. Like why <laughs> if she's got three jobs, she got time for this? Like yeah, why, why not just she stick have, it with the phone? Why does she not have time to subway, date one by like, one? But is is a weirdo like herself? Is this not the perfect way for her to meet someone as weird as her? Yeah, I guess so. I could see that. The people that would show up, literally, funny enough, are the people for her. That's who she wants. Those are the people. Oh, my mm. husband here came on a date with 30 other men and wooed me over, you know? And I haven't stopped ever since. You could probably since. vet those people out in Tinder, though. I don't know if you need to yeah, set up the, the whole, whole coffee charade. thing to do it. Yeah. Why doesn't she just schedule herself a bunch of dates, like, she on like one bitch, day? <laughs> Dude, you can't say that. I think she sounds like a the father figure of the show, man. People look up to you. <laughs> I, I think she is expecting way too much out of people like from Tinder. Like, these guys are going to be kneeling before her in this coffee shop? Like, let's be real. She could be, we don't know. She could be, like, a really old woman who's, mm-hmm. like, obese, and she's, like, expecting all of these dudes to come. Like, we don't know. <laughs> That's she, true. You're envisioning this kind of, like, princess-esque figure when... Well, I, I, there was the, the, the original message was, like, writing? three times as long. Yeah, and it's basically, like... My problem is that I am incredibly busy. I'm doing my PhD and working three jobs, and I oh, can't she juggle. Thinks she, she thinks she's great. Humble yeah. brag. I don't want to call it quits, although I am okay with being single, but I want a more efficient process, you know? Well, it's like, how much time is she going to have for this relationship that she wants? Yeah, right. Like, if she doesn't have time to, like, date some people, three jobs, she's not going to be schedule, great. I'll schedule you in next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty busy. I don't like her. I, I don't like her, and I don't think she deserves love. You know what? Also, let's 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 bring this up too. So she's meeting in, let's say, a Starbucks, small, right? Is she gonna notify Starbucks? Like, what if thirty dudes show up? <laughs> They're like, we got a rush order. What the fuck's going? It's four p.m. You know? Where did all the women go? It's pretty, Why? There's so many it's guys rude. here. She's setting up this whole commercial event almost. Oh my god! Yeah, you can't invite thirty people to a. You, you can't even get a table for twelve that's without ordering ahead. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, you gotta call ahead. That's a party. Maybe this woman just like owns a <laughs> coffee shop and she's just trying to get business in. Do you guys want to hear something mind blowing? What? Let me finish this real quick. Yeah. So my question for you, Dan, are these? Is this idea crazy? Am I going to attract the wrong type of guy, or no guys, or all the guys? Should I just play the dating game as it's been established and hope for the best? Signed, Operation Meet and Greet. P.S. I'm live. I'm. She wrote. I'm live outside. I live outside Toronto, and I was hoping to come see you on Friday, and I can't fit into my schedule. On the other hand, I might be putting OMG into action on that date. So this is happening in our fucking city. It could be happening right now. Oh my nice. god! I tried to find out who this woman was. I'm like, we need to call her in. Couldn't, oh my god! Couldn't find out. Oh god! I wish we could. Have her call in and be like, how'd the fucking date go? If you are listening. For the love of God. I'm sorry we called you a bitch. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> and that I said you didn't deserve love. I really want to know what happened. Yeah, this is like the this is like the male the male fantasy where like you think you're Rambo. Like you're in the shower and you're like, yeah, I could fucking, I could yeah, take down a bunch of people. Like a you think she's at UFP? Story. 
It's Ooh. either U of T or York or Ryerson. Probably U of T. She's getting her PhD. Yeah. She and we have three opportunities. You don't need to, to find her. her. She's already found you. Just you know, <laughs> tell her to call in. Give a number out. She'll call in. One eight hundred cocktail. Call in, please. Um. All right. You That's want another one? That's a throwback to. That is. Yeah. You might not have seen that go. episode. Okay, we'll do one more quick one with you. Then we, then we get you Let's out of here. Let's make it good. Well, what was his answer? Let's make it good. Oh, Dan, just you know, he's, but did he agree? Co- yeah, of course. It's a crazy idea. Okay. Good. 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 Um. Okay, give me one cycle to go through these. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Dear Karen Feeding, my 11-year-old daughter does very, very well at school, and we invariably have A-plus grade reports and assignments magneted to the family fridge. Cute. That's very nice. You That's know? cute. Yeah, yeah. It's adorable. I do the same. <laughs> Our 8-year-old son is lazier and tends to coast a bit. When he brings home B and B plus assignments and we don't put them on the fridge, his feelings are clearly a little hurt, but we honestly just want to encourage him to apply himself a little harder. Signed, are we the baddies? Yes. I think it, it would be different if he was getting C's. I think like B's are B, fridge B's material. Are B's are yeah. average. Yeah. And I mean like these are great. It's great to be into school, but it's also great to be into like other shit, you know? Yeah. Plus he's gonna he's gonna compare himself to her. Well, it's gonna be a whole thing. It says he's lazy. Maybe that's the parent. Or lazier in respect to his his sister. Maybe they should be slightly beneath the A's on the fridge. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they still get to be on the fridge, but maybe one's on the freezer and one's on like yeah. And if it's a like C, lower, it's on the fucking floor or something, you know, D's in the trash. There's like an A section and a B section. Mm, just yeah. Well, yeah, B's. Let's forget all that. B's are something to be proud of. Nah, a B's so like a sixty-five. Let's be real. I think all courses should be pass fail. Also, <laughs> not happy with B's. Let's be real. If this you're, kid's got no hope. If you're eight and you're not getting A pluses in school, like what are you getting wrong? What? How are you getting a B? What are you doing at eight? I don't even remember what I was doing at eight. What grade was eight? Someone does anyone know how to do that? What grade were we in in grade eight? <laughs> oh, grade three. I think that's like two or three. Yeah. Okay. That, that was like the year before long division and stuff. Like, how are you getting a B in like, you know, read and reply? Two plus two. Mm-hmm. I can do two plus what two, but five plus two is, is really. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, <laughs> I also don't like that they're just like assuming that their kid is lazy. Like, yeah. maybe he's just like not quite as smart. This could be so good at sports. <laughs> or could like, be so good at art. Maybe yeah. his teacher's a bitch or something, you know? You know what they should do? They should find Man, something so else that he does and put put something like that on the fridge. Like maybe take a picture of him like playing oh, sports or something yeah. or like some of his other interests. Yeah. Get him some fridge maybe he's real really estate. Good at drawing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. All right, let's read this answer. That's Dear true. baddies, what the hell? When did a B plus not become fridge worthy? He's eight. Yes. <laughs> of course his feelings are hurt. Put his damn work on the fridge before you drive a wedge between him and his golden sister for the next few decades. Get him a tutor, talk to his teachers, deal with his bad grades however you wish. Do but do not turn your fridge into a battle of Agnicor in hopes it'll shame him into applying himself. I guess that was some sort of literary reference. I think, I didn't I think get. a tutor is uh, too far, but other than that, I agree. How do you get a tutor in eight? Like someone who's eight years old, who's getting bees? <laughs> <laughs> like what a, you know, what a waste though. of money! I, I, I know there's some parents that would fucking do that. You know, get yeah, the kid it's just yeah. Come come on. On. B plus yeah. is good. So why do you need a tutor for B plus? You just need like refinement. Yeah, just like try a little bit with your kids. You know, like make sure he's doing his homework and stuff. Yeah, Don't they have to sign they your agenda every day? More. You know, nowadays the teachers tweet or text the, the parents. Did they really? I That's swear terrible. to God, my friend just started that. kindergarten. Well, they text like, "Oh, like he did very well today," and blah 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 and stuff. You know what I heard? They're like actually banning cell phones. 
in Ontario, in right? Ontario? It, it's a yeah. pro, it's a provincial law. That's it's, fucking it's crazy. Like, it's so you unenforceable. Remember, <laughs> remember when we were there and they were like kind of showing up? You had the blackberries. Well, I remember by fourth year in high school, I had my laptop for every class to just like type up notes. Yeah, and shit. but that, it was like mm. the Wild West then. So now that, there's kind of like lockdown. Grade twelve was the year that they gave us free Wi-Fi in the school, and by then it was so game what over. What are they doing now? Yeah. They're all on fucking TikTok and shit, man. Are all these kids just on their phones like the all whole day class? playing Fortnite and Call of Duty all fucking day? Shit. PUBG, Call of Duty Mobile, yeah, yeah, man, it's addictive. They're fucking. They gotta open those loot boxes, baby. They're they're growing. So teachers, they're growing they bones in the back no of their heads. <laughs> all right, Chad, do you want to leave yeah. us with any any wisdom? Man, just you know, wait till you're ready to have a kid. Get money, um, get paid. Sh- Yep, you know, prepare to to lose sleep. Like the sleep deprivation is real. Dang, that's, you I know, believe that. Honestly, that's the biggest thing. Like you can read all the books, you can do whatever, but people laugh about the first six months. But it's real, man. Like it's tough. Yeah. So now knew. that I'm out of it, you can look back on it. But you know, all it takes is one moment too, right? To have a kid. So be careful. Be careful <laughs> out there, kids. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> Be careful out there, kids. Look for, looking Quote forward to hearing Chad this. Parker. All right, I'll catch I you later, dog. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Peace. Chad the dad. He Chad was dad, good. Man. He was good, man. Do we want to call... Hoffman said he, we could also call him if we want. Sure. Let's do it. Let's see if he answers. If he, if he doesn't answer the first time, then game over. You having fun? I, I'm having fun. It's good. Always a fun time on Bad Bites. I'm impressed by the calling system. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I thought it would be, like, patchy and stuff, but no, you hear it, like, Hello? crystal clear. Hey, baby, how you doing? Very good. How are you? Good, baby. You're on Bad Vice. Oh, Bad Vice. I love Bad Vice. It's Matt Hoffman from Bad Vice. He was here last week. He's here this week. You're following up Who's Chad that? the Dad. That's Cat. Oh, wow. Hello. Hello. You want to do some Bad Vice with us? Yes, please. I would like nothing more. Okay, I got one for you. Ready? All right, you guys. It's not what I heard. Uh, I, you know what? Classic. Let me see if that works over here. Because I do, I do need to... If you hang up on him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear this, Hoffman? Ooh, it was an accident. It's Connor around? Can you go and grab Connor? <laughs> yeah, right. I, you, don't, you don't never know who's around. Can you hear I can that? I kind of hear that. Oh, my God. No. Shit, how's this going to work? All right, you know what? It's not essential that we it's have not. this sample just, just jump to the advice. Okay, I, I had something, though, but okay. Dear Karen Feeding, my husband and I had a lovely baby girl this summer. She has different hair and eye color than we do, but otherwise looks very much Uh-oh. like our child. <laughs> That's a weird thing to point out. <laughs> I mean, I think it, like, it comes out. She does have one fairly distinct feature that we don't share. The shape of her eyes. We live in a progressive and diverse city, but have now gotten multiple <laughs> comments about her insert racist comment here eyes. Ooh. The first time I was so shocked I didn't even acknowledge it. The second time I said, please don't say that word. Both times it came from a regular acquaintance, like a coworker. I believe that comment came from ignorance, not racism. I'm afraid we might hear this again. How do I respond in a way that says, don't use that word and why comment on my baby's appearance without directly calling these people racist? Signed, words can hurt. Yikes! What and interesting. The bit I had to bring in was this is an episode of Curb Enthusiasm. Do you remember Hoffman? Yes. Larry David says that a a, a person's baby looks a little Asian. A little Chinese, I think he says. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he says a little Asian. A little Asian. I, I cut yeah. out the clip and I brought it in so I could show it later. But I'll show it after oh, you hang up. Oh, that's why you wanted the play. Yeah, because you know exact same scenario. Um, also, it I these these people adopted this baby, right? That's what's happening. Like they no. adopted this baby. 
I'm Wait, very no, confused by no, it. No, it was it was their baby. But it says we live like it says um she does have one fairly distinct feature that we don't share, the shape of our eyes. Yeah, but you can have a kid that doesn't doesn't it say at the beginning that it was well, I said my husband and I had a lovely baby girl this summer. Yeah, that the, if, yeah, it, they, they would have said adopted him. if they adopted it. But what does the shape of the eyes thing mean then? It, I don't that know. Means People that just the baby different... looks like them for the most part, except the baby has you know tight eyes. <laughs> it's like it's like if ever it's like if everyone in your family has like curly hair and you don't, it doesn't mean you're like not their kid. Okay. Well, the first thing she has to do is ask herself, "Have I slept with any Asian men?" <laughs> in in the last year that's the first step glad to have you on baby i like the idea that she wouldn't have thought of it or told anyone coincidentally i also had an older korean lover (laughs) i feel Uh, like her her direct things that she says is what she should just say she's like don't use that word use that word don't comment on my baby's appearance what's that word stop calling my baby chinese well it says yeah insert racist comment here don't Call my baby the C word. Uh, what's your child's name? Cunt. <laughs> what are you saying, dude? I did a bit. Oh god. I, th- I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So what would you do if someone was like commenting about your baby? I, w- I would. I would. I would be direct. I would just be like, like hey, please that's, don't. That's not okay to say. I say you're fucked up. Don't do that. It's my baby. What I would embrace it embrace it and say yes she does <laughs> and then do like a wink and then racism yes. just doubles overnight in america yes do the wink all right let me read this Your answer baby looks a little asian <laughs> oh does she dear words can hurt congrats on the new baby genetics are a marvel now here's a short story a couple of weeks ago i stopped at the corner store and when i got to the head of the line the man behind the counter said something really ungentlemanly about the woman who had just left I should have rebuked him for speaking about a woman that way. I could have rolled my eyes. I might have said, I'm gay and you're gross. I didn't do any of that. I didn't say anything, which is pretty lame of me, but there we are. I'd push back on your distinction between racism and ignorance, but that's neither here nor there. The issue is how to communicate your disapproval when people step out of bounds. Sure, it's a question of right or wrong. You're right, racists are wrong, but it's more complicated than that, as life often is. You know what's crazy? I've heard like shit like this coming from like set stories and stuff like that. Are there a lot of babies on set? No, but just like shit people still say, which is like really uncomfortable. Well, a lot of people work in film because they talk like that and can't work in any other industry. Someone told me they heard someone say, um, I remember when harass used to be two words. Oh, like like people say her her ass. Yeah. And that was said as like a group joke to like laugh over, you know? Yeah. I mean, even even if you were found that really funny, it's such shitty joke. Like the comedy is not up there. I have to step out, unfortunately, but it was lovely to special guest. You guys are doing a real great job. You can't take the call. Well, you might have just been calling him normally. in In like five minutes. No, we're not doing that. No, this is done. We did enough. Right. You know, you, you didn't ask me such a great question. I don't really have an answer to that. It was very heavy. Should I just cut out this whole question, this whole part? No, please don't. I can sing. Okay. People, people want to hear Hoffman. No, I'm just kidding. Sing us out. Um. Well, she was in. All right. <laughs> that's funny. He didn't, he didn't let him sing. Yeah, that's the point. Oh, that's sad. Um. You got another one? Yeah. Yeah, we got, got another one. Those Collins were fun. That was a yeah, good idea. Yeah, I like them. I hope people, you know, it's fresh. I like to, you know, 
I like to try new things on the show. Okay, so my next one is uh, from an advice column I found that's, I think it was Dear Victoria, and it's this lady that she's a writer and a professional poker player. Whoa. Uh, she's got a bit of an edge, as what? you'll see. Wasn't there... And also her advice, I think, is not that great. <laughs> Wasn't there a, like, a movie about a professional female poker player recently? Could be about her. I don't she think seemed, so. She seemed to Did be fairly... celebrities? Possibly. She see, I couldn't figure out what she was, because it seemed like she only had two advice columns. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like she had done a lot of writing. It was confusing. Yeah. But I really enjoyed her advice column. Let's do it. All right. My girlfriend is a gorgeous brunette who works in PR. She's 27. I'm 40. Age difference. Nothing Nothing wrong with that. Not, not, not too bad, but we've been seeing each other for six months, though not exclusively. She also sees a guy her own age who's a bit of a loser. <laughs> Oh, come on. He's, in quotes, trying to write scripts. He's he's thin and handsome and he smells good. I.E. skint. I run a high... Wait, what did he say? Skint? Like he's trying to write scripts, i.e. skint. I guess just like, is that I like don't a, know. Is that like a, a word against writers or something? Like you fucking skint? I'm not really sure. <laughs> he sounds like I'm an not, insult. I think it's definitely supposed to be an okay. insult. Okay. I run a high turnover web business, drive a Jaguar, and live in a penthouse. Her birthday's coming up, and I know it's a chance to demonstrate the gap between me and that loser. And the gap between those thighs. Yikes. I've already got the birthday card, a print of her favorite picture from Tate Britain. What should this present be? I it really need it needs to be really well chosen. She's dating Max from Life is Strange. Getting, you know. Oh my god, you're the photo. That's a that's a a good deep. If you played the game, you know. Yeah, you you get it. She's into photography and brings it up a lot. That's what it's about, man. Um so wait, so this is like a guy writing in being like, How do I woo my younger girlfriend? Yeah, so she's like been non exclusively dating two dudes for an older dude, which is him, very successful, very rich, and some like skeezy guy that's her age. I see what you did here, Kat. I see that you just brought in the fucking plot of Hot Rod, and this is clearly Will is Arnett's this, character. Is have this you, the plot of Hot Rod? I've only Hot Rod? I've only seen the beginning of Hot Rod. Ah, Will Arnett, which was excellent. <laughs> damn it, it's very good. This is literally the plot of Hot Rod. And I'll oh, stop no. there. Um, was that the end of it? Yeah, that's the end of it. So, what's his question? So he wants to win her over okay. for her, like impress her on her birthday, so that he can win her heart and as what advice givers do? we have to oblige by him and say what he should do yeah well what, you know what, how does what, he how does he win her over you? um you gotta go you gotta go old school like you gotta be mm. like listen fuck fuck the photography what else did he get her uh well so far he's gotten her like a a birthday card right <laughs> with, <laughs> card. with like a image on it that's very like special to her and then he's trying to get suggestions for what he should do that would be really meaningful i don't know she doesn't want that she does not want that because here's what's gonna happen he's gonna be like hey i i i I hired the photographer you like from the picture you know and like he's gonna come here and do photos of you and then the other guy she's seeing is gonna be like yo i got fucking half a bag of weed man (laughs) let's go fucking let's go make out somewhere and he'll she'll be like yeah yeah like you can't he needs to bring like M or something be like yo let's rave and like aren't you a little old for that like she, he needs yeah. to play down yeah, he can't that's bring the thing. her up he, can't, he shouldn't be emphasizing how old and mature he is yes. he should be emphasizing oh, genius. that how he can like still, he still got it so this is very uh, you're very much in the same vein as Victoria's oh, yeah. uh, advice uh, slightly different but in the same thinking so this is her advice 
No, it really doesn't. And you can bin that card for a start. This is British, so that's why she says bin that card. Too thoughtful, too careful, too adoring. It would be charming if you were in a long-term loving twosome, but not for a non-committal girl who's shagging someone else. It's far too pleady and needy. She's currently got a choice of two men. If you think rich and clingy is sexier than nothing to offer, but but his 20-something body, then you misunderstand woman psychology entirely. You need to start being the macho choice as Mm -hmm. well as the solid one. Make her worried that you're not that into her. Be the pot of gold that's drifting away. Ditch the card and buy an expensive but thoughtless present. Perfect choice, a Dolce & Gabbana dress that's a size too small for her. (laughs) Whoa, Victoria! That's her advice. You nasty. I like you. She'll go back to change it, hate the explanation, but love the shop. Yearn for more of it. Fear she'll never get it. And in that ir- irresistible complexity, the dull younger man will be forgotten. No, he should have given her the card with the favorite picture from the tape. That, not, then she might marry him. But he didn't write in to me for advice. Unlucky. Very true. She stays true to her word. I would say it would be terrible advice to get her a dress that's too small for her. But also, I love that she suggested it. Yeah. You know, you got to play dirty. All, all's fair in love and war, man. I feel like she really, she really got the situation. Yeah. Like he needs, like if he's gonna compete with this, like age appropriate dude, he's gotta be more interesting. Yeah, it, it kind of sounds like, yeah, he's just gonna like you know man up a little bit or just like you know puff out his yeah. chest, you know, spread some of the cash around, you know. Yeah. Ah, all right. Um, another quick musing. You know what October is? A month. It is. It's the start of the let's go look at houses time of the year. Okay. Let's go look at the houses. Let's see how they're decorated. Oh. Nonstop. Nonstop. Because as soon as Halloween's done, there's already some Christmas. Let's go look at the houses. Let's go walk around and look at the houses. Is there not like a lull during November? There's no lull. It's the lull of people not taking down their Halloween decorations and putting yeah. their Christmas you know ones what? up too early. No one takes down the Halloween <laughs> decorations yeah. waits and then puts up the christmas lights they it's always leave out the halloween well i'm putting up yeah i'm putting up the halloween decor i'm putting them away i might as well put up the christmas ones because i don't want to have to go back to down the cellar pull out the other box you know Here, i'll just switch it spider snow globe i have a taylor swift related music <laughs> this lyric has been bugging me so there's a lyric in her new song that's like we can leave the christmas lights up till january it's our place we make the rules <laughs> I'm like, till January? That's like, what, like four extra days? And it's supposed to be like rebellious. And it really, it really bugs me. It's the opening line of a song. It's, it's, it's the same thing as like, like the music video. She like sees one of those things where it's like, need a hairdresser? Take one. And she takes two or something, you know? It's like, ooh. Rebel. Yeah, you know? You don't play by the rules. She asks for a water cup, fills it up with Coke, man. Gets to 8 p.m. on December 25th, and you got to take those lights down. Do you have any Halloween plans? No. Good. It's a spooky time of the year. I don't I don't have a costume. I don't have any plans. <laughs> don't have any candy. I'm, I, I work at home right now, so I wouldn't even, like, I can't dress up for work. <laughs> you know what you should do? What? Go look at the houses. I could. I probably, actually, that's not a bad idea. My street has, like, some okay <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I, 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 the ones here too have really good houses. Uh, there's like a big inflatable tarantula across the street that I love. Ooh. Yeah. 
That's right. fine. Dear Prudence. Prudy. Years ago, my father told me a secret. Being a sort of traditional guy, he wanted a cash backup in case of a financial apocalypse. He never told my brother about the stash. He had his reasons, but it's a long story. It's perhaps stereotypically buried near the house in a lockbox. I know where it is and what's in it. Now my father is dead and my mother is aging. And my brother and I are planning what to do after she's gone. <laughs> Hold that. <laughs> what age uh, do you have that conversation? Uh, I would say you get the money and give it to your aging mother, maybe. <laughs> well, we don't know. All we know is she's aging, you know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's like living, living I, the life. I think it's just funny that they're like, all right, she's aging. Let's have a conversation. You know, like. She's like I mean, midway through, like, I, I fall and I can't get up commercial, you know? And they're like, oh, shit. She's aging. I was talking to my mom because my grand has one of those uh, life alert necklaces. Really? Where, like, it, uh, I'm terrified of clicking it by accident. But I feel like it's like a hard well, press. Well, they call you when, when it happens to check if, like, something's gone wrong. Well, but I was saying their slogan should be like, you fall, we call. That's, that's, what they, that's what they do. I'm sure it was their slogan at some point. But my mom seemed to think I had come up with it. Hmm. You fall, we call. You should email them that. Do what I do. Fucking email them. I'll do that tonight for you. I'll say, hey, listen, my friend had a great idea on this podcast. I do. Can you do that? Yeah, I swear to God I will. Go for it. I'll bring in the results next week. I, I look forward to it. Um, What to do after she's gone? Her will says to split all her property 50-50 between us. My brother is doing better than me financially. He and his wife both have lucrative jobs. While I make good money, my wife definitely doesn't. And we live in a city that eats a lot of our income. My brother's in a cheaper area. One could argue he's made better decisions, but the bottom line is I need that money more than he does. I feel a bit guilty, but can I just take the box before the will is settled out? This box would change my entire life. Signed, Dad's Lockbox. I mean, you technically could. Yeah. I guess (laughs) it's like a moral thing, right? I would say that you should split the money equally. You know what? Although, did the dad intentionally not tell the other kid? That's a good question, because he's like, it's funny enough, he's like, I'm not good with money now, my brother's rich, but, you know, my dad didn't trust him when he was, you know, like, why does this guy know, the little the little weasel guy, how does he know? And why should you be rewarded for not making good financial decisions? Mm. You're just going to blow this money anyways, dude. What? Okay, how about he takes more than his fair share, and then, like, makes his brother feel like he found it and then see if the if the brother then offers to split it with him give him his half but if not keep like way more than (laughs) yeah it's like he's entitled to yeah there's like 10 grand take five and then be like okay let's split the you know the other and he's like oh if you you can take the maya half you'd be like you passed the test motherfucker yeah is that alive no 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 he's he's still dead but this you know this lockbox is yours (laughs) Um, he's behind the money he should just write a a fake note being like the the treasure was the journey to find the lockbox you know sign dad just bury that you know one of those things one of those little treasure maps Dad wanted us to find this i can't believe that you fucked over your brother (laughs) i gave him all the money years back (laughs) you're a disgrace Have you ever seen that movie Incredibly Loud and Up Close or something? Incredibly Loud Loud, and Extremely Close. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. close? I haven't seen it. I just know the title. It's basically about like a dad dies in 9-11 and the kid like thinks he found like a treasure map to something. Oh. It's crazy. It's not. It's a horrible movie though. That's dark. Um, So what do we say though? Take the money. You know what? No, I say split it. Well... 
Take the money, but don't spend it. Don't spend it. Use it as like a, a, a backup. Don't spend it because then you still have it. Keep the cash buried for generations. <laughs> That's the uh, only way to do it. You tell your son about where it's buried and then he tells his son. Take the cash, buy a Bitcoin, bury the Bitcoin. And you can't bury a Bitcoin. You could bury like the Bitcoin address on like a little piece of paper if that's the only place for it. I guess. That's not. Yeah, you can bury a Bitcoin, dude. That's you not can bury exciting. A Bitcoin. But that's not exciting. And what do you do? You find. mine for Bitcoins because they're in the ground. Dear Lord. All right. At the risk of sounding like a spoil sport, perhaps you and your brother spend too much time planning what to do about your mother, about what to do after your mother is dead and not enough time planning her care while she is still. I actually, I do stand by that. I think alive. they should have given it to the mother. <laughs> That's true. Um, again, mother seems just as they're aging, you know. It is possible that stealing the money from your aging mother, and it is stealing if you, oh, I guess, because I, I was wondering, I'm like, well, they wouldn't find out, but I guess, like, maybe the father wrote in the will. And it's probably also, like, buried on her property. Yeah. Yeah, because if he takes the money, they're going to dig it up and be like, oh, there's no money. There's a, there's a fresh mound of dirt over top of it, first of all. There's grass all around it, but there's a big dugout mound here. Also, like, why why does he have the money buried? Show if me the money! If it's an apocalypse, sh- surely the, the currency must not have that much value. He, he said financial apocalypse, not apocalypse. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, a, like a stock market crash apocalypse. Right, but you could just have it in like a savings account. I think you need to pay money for that. Like people done this before where it's like the mattress at home that you threw away had $20,000 in it. That's but what if someone like steals your mattress or something? Well, I think it's like these people have debt to pay off. And if they put it in the bank, then the bank knows they have money. So they're just keeping it fresh. Oh, OK. I don't fucking know. Um, Yeah. Uh, all this is pre- also presupposed that your dad wasn't just messing with you. That lockbox is really as full. Yeah, he still doesn't know if it's full of cash, too. He just has the story to go by. Yeah, he how much know fun how that much would be. Is. Like, how would he know? It's like, oh, it's six paces to the left of the old fucking rusty fence. How cool is that? How, how many times does that happen in your life? Never. I'm going to start burying money <laughs> around and just leaving maps for people. Bro, it won't my... be a lot, but they'll be really easy to solve. Well, first of all, A, you just invented geocaching. That's not as old timey and fun. Yeah. Well, sometimes people put like weed and stuff in them. That's pretty fun. Gonna screw over some high schoolers. Um, When I was in grade school, up till grade six, we had a ceremony where we buried a fucking time capsule. Oh. That they were gonna open in a hundred years. We might have done that. And then the school closed down. It's it's not it's it's the buildings there, but they emptied it. There's nothing going on there. And as if they would have remembered to dig it up. But I think there was a plaque or something. Like my boy and I were like, we we think we know where it could be. She could dig it up. I really want to fucking do that. I mean, it's probably on the school grounds. I should put mics on us, and that could be an episode. Me and my boy going to dig it up. That'd be great. It's just an hour and a half of us digging and fucking looking for it in the middle of the night. I mean, could you imagine if we found it? That'd be pretty cool. <gasps> I mean, you would ruin a hundred year plan, but. That's like serial season one, man. How crazy would that be? That'd be pretty cool. Be pretty you sweet. should do it. You could do a whole podcast of just like Finding looking it. for time capsules that have been like abandoned. Bro, that's an incredible idea. If you or someone you know has an abandoned time capsule. God, I have so many good ideas for new shows this week, man. I'm busting. I'm busting a nut over here. What's what's the other idea? Oh, in record time. I wanted to have a show oh, where yeah, yeah, I listen yeah, to no, records. That's, that's going to be good. All right. Let me let me do another one. What are we doing here? Oh, my God. We're doing well. What's what's the timing at? Buck 20. 
Oh my god. How long are they supposed to be? Ah, uh, we'll go a little bit longer. We we done one that was like three hours once, bro. Yeah, that's true. Um wonder if anyone listens to the whole three hours. No, I doubt it. Alright, here we go. Slate, this week's Ask a Teacher panel. Matthew Dix, fifth grade. Hmm. Hey, right. It's funny. <laughs> I love my seven year old's name, Andrew. Do you know any Andrews? I do. Nice. Yeah. Anyone growing up the, across the street from me? My my brother's friend, uh, like best friend, was an Andrew. Nice. And he was like, he lived sort of close to us. Would you call him Andrew or Drew or Andy? Andrew. Andrew? Full thing? Yeah. Okay. That was interesting. <laughs> I love my seven-year-old's name, Andrew, but I hate the nickname Andy. When we named him Andrew, we agreed to only use the long version and never the nickname. That's a terrible plan, but... Until this year, everyone has called him Andrew. We moved over the summer and somehow he has become Andy in his new school. I'm not sure how it happened, but after participating in a recent classroom event, it's clear everyone is calling him Andy. Kids, teachers, other parents. (laughs) Could you imagine? It's like... (laughs) Ah, it's fucking Andy! Why is your why is this parent calling my son Andy? How does he how do other parents know Andy? Well, you know what? That's what uh my mom really likes Catherine, hates Kathy. And I Ow. also don't like Kathy. I, but it's like she's taking that risk. You know what? Funny enough, because Kathy Griffin's been in the news lately. So I've been yeah. like and I was like, Kathy, okay. And then you just said Kathy is like the short version of Catherine. I've never once in my life equated those two together. All, all older Catherines pretty much go by Kathy. And it's that makes my, sense. my mom theorizes that uh, there's a really popular doll called Chatty Kathy. Yeah. And after that, like people didn't adopt the nickname anymore. That's why all the older people I work with sometimes call me Kathy. And I'm like, that makes a lot no. of sense. Catherine or Cat are acceptable. You're like, how dare you? How dare you? But then I can't because, like, a lot of them are like Kathy's. It was a very popular name. Hmm. Um, uh, we moved. So everyone's calling him Andy now. Andy's a good name. I like Andy. There should be a thing where you can name your son or daughter, and there's also like here's you can one name your son or daughter. <laughs> but also like a middle name. Here's one name you're not allowed to call them. It's illegal for you to call this person this fucking name. It says so on their mm-hmm. ID. Mm-hmm. If you call yeah. them Andy. Very enforceable. You're going to jail, you know? That's a great idea. (laughs) That's a really great use of everyone's time and resources. But you don't have to enforce it the same way you don't have to. I don't have to call you by your name. I can keep calling you Kathy, you know? But if you were like, boom. Do not start calling me Kathy. Here's a government issued ID that says you're an asshole. My my legal thing says don't call me Kathy. So you're a dick. (laughs) You're legally a dick right now. I hope you know that. That's what they should have. But I mean, like. You you could just have that for every name that's not your name. You only get the one. You only get the one. What would yours be? What what name would you hate it if people called you by? That's a good question. I'd know. just go with Kathy. I wouldn't want to be my my grandmother goes by Kathy, so I feel like there's already a Kathy. I think I think it's also different for like uh, like because my name could be like said a bunch of different ways, but with your name, it's like you can shorten it, so it's like you have the choice, you know? Yeah. So what would what would you not want to be called? It can be any name. It doesn't have to be a variation of your name. You better better think of who your friends with. Don't call me Kathy. There you go. I'm going to call you Kathy. Uh, my son doesn't care whether people call... Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, he's even spilled over into Little League. My son doesn't care whether people call him Andrew or Andy. I spoke to him about correcting people when they call him the wrong name, and we've practiced what he should say, but he's not an assertive kid, and I doubt he's correcting people often. 
Yeah, but he's not correcting people because he doesn't care. Hey, raising a good kid if they're not correcting people often. Yeah. It'd be different if he hated it mm-hmm. and like you were helping him <laughs> stick up for himself, but he, it's just for your benefit. Yeah, it's like, all right, and what do we do if they call you Andy? We tell them don't, you know? Tell like, them he's that's coaching. not what my parents <laughs> intended. <laughs> Oh my god! Could you imagine? You can't even pick your own goddamn name in this household. And it's this like, kid's fucked. They could they could have given him some like crappy nickname, like like a bullying nickname. But they're just like shortening his name. Could you? It would blow their minds if he's like, "Don't call me Andy. Call me Andrea now." You know, that's so far from what I wanted. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a good. Uh, that would break these parents' brains, or at least the mom's brain. Andrea to Andrea. That's a the good, dad would just like fucking. That's a good refold shit. the newspaper and just be like. All right, you know. All right, Andy. All right, Andrea. You know, just like everything but the name. It's just like that's all. That's all fine. But I wrote down Andrew, and it will not change by one letter. As you can imagine, this has been totally ineffective. All the kids are still calling him Andy. I made another appointment with the teacher, but she was not helpful. She said that Andrew never objects to being called Andy, and sometimes even introduces himself as Andy. I don't know whether or not this is true. This woman is just like breaking down through the. Ah, she said he introduced himself as Andy, but oh, is this that's a woman or a news. man? I thought it was a man. I think it's the mom. Could be the mom. I, I, I didn't hear any. It could have been either. That is very true. I love my seven-year-old son's name, Andrew. Very interesting. Um, either oh, it, either way, they're a dweeb. It's, it's signed not Andy's mom. Oh, okay. Um, let me just finish. Hey, her. that could that could be Andy's dad. That's true. What have we learned today? It could be Andrew. Oh my gosh! I and my advice to her would be get over yourself. Who cares? I mean, to me, this is irrelevant. He is seven years old. I am his mother, and I get to decide what people call him. What? She is not willing to correct the other students in the moment when they call him Andy. I would like to take this matter to the principal. My husband feels like I'm overreacting. Oh my God. He thinks we shouldn't make it harder for him to adjust to a new group of kids. Yeah. If we don't get this under control now, he will be Andy for the rest of his life. I am not having sex with my husband until he fixes this. No, <laughs> I put that in. There. I put that in there. <laughs> it's a great way to end it. <laughs> it's like uh, in bed with like the fortune cookies, but at the end of every advice column, be like, my wife won't have sex with me until this is solved. <laughs> Because then you know it's a crisis. It's a, it's a good way to get things done efficiently. Um, shout out to Andy's dad, man. Sounds rough. It's it's like there is if people are giving you a nice nickname, it means that you're like you know fitting in in school, and they're like yeah, they like you. They're, they think you're cool, and they're giving you a cool nickname. She's like, no, he has Andrew only, and I will take this to the principal. The principal, like, think of what principals have to deal with, you know? It's like, it's just like, oh, my kid needs chapter books. Oh, they're calling him Angie instead of Andrew. Oh, I haven't even started to think about what the... They oh all my pile God. up. Like, parents, like, they go from being the authority to not being the authority, and they just, like, we should have asked Chad the dad. We should have. Honestly, I think teachers don't get enough credit. They don't. They deal with... So- and I feel like they deal with more shit now than they used to mm-hmm. like yes. parents didn't used to complain as much well there was one of those comments where it was like it was like a cartoon and it's like the parents holding up like a you know, know the yeah. one how'd you get this f and then it's like how'd you get an f you know and it's like ah they're blaming the, the teachers now instead instead of the kids but also teachers should just be replaced by ted talkers you know no, that's, and just get like no. all the kids in an auditorium and just have them listen to ted talks all day 
Not even like live TED Talks. <laughs> just on the, they wheel out the TV and pop in the fucking VHS. You could have like TED Talks Fridays. That'd be pretty fun. That's what I'm sure I, they do. If, I, if I'm ever a teacher, I'm going to be a lazy teacher. <laughs> we would do Telefrancais a lot on Fridays. Is that like where you watch things in French? No, it's the TV show with the talking pineapple. Telefrancais? No? Lana? No? Oh, man. No. You missed out. No, I, I did. I don't know it. Do you have any other advice? I do. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. This is another Dear Victoria one. I like it. Okay. So get ready for some wild advice. You're listening to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the underwear. Okay. All right. After a lot of consideration, I asked my girlfriend if she'd like to move in with me. She said she couldn't live in my flat because it wouldn't suit her and, quote, doesn't even have a power shower. Then in brackets Whoa, it says, "What the fuck's a power shower?" I'm, and then in brackets it says, "I prefer a whirlpool bath." So what I assume is that he has a bath instead of like a shower, like I, a stand-up shower. Read that one more time. Uh, she said she couldn't live in my flat because it wouldn't suit her and doesn't even have a power shower. I prefer a whirlpool bath. Sounds like sex moves they enjoy. It does. I feel like he's added too much to it. I think it's mm-hmm. just like he has a bath instead of like a functional shower. Oh, okay. Right. It's like you would have to instead of getting up in the morning having a shower, you would have to draw yourself a bath. Yeah, because Britain's old like that, right? Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. This yeah. is from the British one. They have hot and cold taps. There. So that's that's feasible. Yeah. But I mean, like, would be very inconvenient. Sucks, if, dude. Yeah, especially like as a lady, like you want to be like clean. Yeah. You know. Okay, she said if I get one installed, she will consider it. I am really offended. It took a lot of courage to ask the question, and I feel like her answer is a massive rejection. Does it mean she doesn't love me? Should I break up with her? What should he do? Yes, to spare this woman. Here's my thing. You're asking her to move into your flat, right? Mm-hmm. And your shower sucks. It's non-existent. It's right. just a bath. <laughs> So you're already like asking this chick to like abandon what is her, like her living space right now. Yeah. Give it all up. Give it up your perfect arrangement of books and everything. Move into my place, my broken ass place. No showers. What? Yeah. Like that's a lot to ask of someone. Yeah. And it's like to not want to accommodate that at all, you know? Mm-hmm. So Dump what would your her. advice be? Dumper. That they should just they should just break up. Yeah. I feel like she's not that find a, it. Find a girl that's into baths, you know? Yeah. It just go go to Lush just, and just ask around. Just wait by the bath bombs and you'll you'll find some chick. Yeah, the the store associates will come up to you. They are very pushy at Lush. I don't know if you've ever been to Lush. I think once or twice and like I don't like that the the the, the containers of soap have like the names of people who made them. I don't care. I don't care it's Tony's fucking special blend. I think that's fun. <laughs> they have a picture of them, and I'm like, ah, gosh, let me get clean. Get out of my bath. Yeah. I don't want pictures of other people looking at me when I'm naked. What the fuck? I mean, like, you, you can take off the tags when you use the soap. They don't have those Old Spice men on the Old Spice bottles glaring at you in the shower. They should. marketing. They should. All right. Okay, so this is Victoria's advice. I don't know if she loves you, but I definitely love her. Devious and principled, quite the combination. She and I should go out for a gin and tonic sometime. It took, quote, a lot of courage for you to ask her to move in with you. Mocking him. That meanly, that mealy-mouthed, nothingly offer that chaps 
make these dates instead of marriage pro- marriage proposals, like putting a coat on hold that you might or might not buy later. Her answer is nothing to do with your sanitary wear and everything to do with her scorn. Man up. Ask her to marry you or leave her free to inhabit her own space while you both keep your options open. The only circumstances under which male-female couples should live together are those where the man has proposed full matrimony and the woman has plea bargained down to a lesser sentence. (laughs) She could have said no immediately. I would have done. But she she's done something cleverer and more creative. She's testing you. The installation of the power shower is simply the first in a series of Herculean tasks. If you do it, there will be further challenges. She may say you need to build a conservatory, lose a stone, or lo- uh, learn Japanese, or all of the above. I'd book the plumber and embrace the challenges. Whether you end up together or not, you'll be a better man. It might genuinely about you preferring a whirlpool bath to a shower. If so, she's still right. That's weird. It's the kind of thing a serial killer would say. Well, who gets fucked up in in horror movies? Chicks in baths all the time. Well, in... The Grudge. In Psycho, it's like she's in a shower, though. That's true. So... You know what? That's a good rebuttal. the, The point is women are safe nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Especially when they're not clothed. I would say I don't fo- I don't agree with her uh, suggestion that men and women shouldn't live together before getting married. <laughs> She's red-pilled. She was like, oh, this woman's testing you, you know? Like, that's a common thing in the red-pill community. She, she, is, she is a little red-pilled. Like, she just dropped She's a little She's a bit tests. of an edge. <laughs> oh, my God. Where'd you find this again? It was Ask Victoria. I think it's for GQ. Oh, but really? She only ever These are did GQE questions. She only ever did two articles, but I think she's like and, like advice column yeah. ones. But I think she does other writing. So you've already tapped the drain. Well, there was like one or two more that weren't that. No, good. there were like six or seven per article. Okay. So and they were they were all like pretty good, but these were my favorites. Okay. Um, let's go with. I've got a small musing. Oh, yeah? Hit me with it. Today, my mom sent me an, uh, an Interac e-transfer. It's yeah. like 20 bucks or something. And her question for me was, do you like white chicken meat or dark chicken meat? And it was like, that's that's what she came up with, of all the things she knows about me. That's a it's, skill testing question it's right like, there. It's not like we've had chicken recently. Did she get it right, though? Yeah, it's dark, dark meat. That's like I, a lot. I almost always have the dark meat, and then oh, everyone else it eats better, like it's, yeah. it is better. And everyone else is like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the protein now." Nah, gives a fuck. Yeah, it's, I mean, it works out for me. But I just thought that that was interesting. That's what popped into her mind when she thought of me. That's how you end a marriage, where it's like, I typed white, but it didn't work, Daniel. It's like, oh, boy, uh, you know, I thought dark was your favorite. You know, That's what's like, my favorite color? It's stressful, like, trying to be witty for, like, an e-transfer, and then yeah. you're like, no, they just want their freaking money. Bro, you know what you can do? What? Set up the auto fucking deposit. It doesn't need this the security question. When they send you the money, it'll be, it'll be like, hey, this person oh, has the yeah. auto transfer. I, it took me, like, two years to do it, and now it's so... Because I would leave them in, like, the mailbox for, like, seven days. I'm like, I don't want to open it. I don't it, mind answering the question. It's coming up with the question. That is always the hardest part. I hate answering them. I remember one time they didn't give me the answer in an email, and I had to, like, guess it. I had to, like, guess it. I always have to guess it. I'm usually pretty good at it, though. <laughs> People don't want you to get paid, man. Um, okay, I guess we're down to like, our last one, then. Oh, my God. We flew through these today. Wow. Crazy. All right. We flew through them in what, like an hour and 45 minutes? 
ah, ah. All right, dear Amy. I like to reach out to former coworkers, former bosses, and former acquaintances from time to time to keep in touch so as not to lose a possible connection. Smart. Yeah. Networking. How much is too much, though? Former bosses? Mm. What, is he, what do you email these people? Hey, what's up? Just keeping it. Just keeping it real. Hope you're keeping it real. Yeah. It's Send like, like a Christmas card or something. You know what? I should start doing that. I, I've thought about it. I got a Christmas card from a friend last year and it was like delightful. And like we can do it as like a business thing, right? Like that's our business. Like happy holidays from Goran the sound guy, you know? And I sent it's just it like, like a picture of you in a yeah. Santa hat and like holding a boom pole. And I'm like, I sent it to like the producers I worked with. Why is that? Is that crazy? Is that annoying? I mean. Would that be charming? I think it would be a little charming. Because like I, I feel like I I'm on good. I think that would be fun. I'm on good, you know, good rapport with all of them, you know? No bad blood. Yeah, I, I'd i say bring it back. Bring back the bring Christmas back. cards. I like it. They're fun. Halloween card? Yes. Okay. 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 It's got, it's like, what will my costume be? <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's a great idea. All right. Um, sometimes the conversation is lovely and it's nice to hear about a person's life once or twice a year. I'm genuinely happy when I get to hear about other people's successes. However, about a third of the Dead. time... Yeah, right? <laughs> no one does. I just love hearing about all their successes. Success. I'm going to dig up Dad's money box now. Um, however, a third of the time, I never hear back. It's hard to know why some people don't respond. I've been told in the past that I can rub people the wrong way, and I have reached out to a few people express expressly to apologize for professional disagreements we had previously. I let go of past personal and professional problems very quickly because life is too short to hold grudges. Amy, I don't understand the satisfaction somebody gets over ignoring these quick, how are you doing messages. If someone is angry or thinks I'm a terrible person, why can't they just tell me? It would take five seconds to say, I don't think we really got along and I wasn't very fond of you as a coworker. Could you imagine if everyone thought like this? Because that would be a better place, but like, you can't do that. But it's also like some, well, first of all, some people like don't see their coworkers as friends. Oh, yeah. Right? Which Or, like, see them as friends at work, but aren't going to, like, strike up an email thread. Yeah, for, like, for like 80% of the time I'm working anywhere. It doesn't matter what the job is. I like the people. Because, like, that's the whole point of work. Like, sure, the work you do is, like, what you want to do, but it's the fucking people you work with that make or break a job, you know? I've had some shows where I really love the people. And yeah. it's, like, it's, like, you get a good, especially assistant editing, where mm-hmm. you're, like, almost all the same age and you're just like yeah, hanging they're, out they're friends it's that's fun. how we make friends these days but this whole keeping up thing it's like bro i'm sorry i'm gonna think you're a fucking virus i'm gonna think you're trying to sell me ray-ban sunglasses or something you know boop hey how are you doing oh that's weird fucking stacy stacerson i haven't seen her in nine months message me hey how's it going like does she want something from me nope just you know yeah especially if it's like if you work like contract jobs and you like work with a lot of different people like i'm very much at the point where it takes me a good like five minutes to remember people by their email and their name i'm just like how do i know this person i know i know them from something and then like like, nine johns because i would know their face if i ran into them on a show i'd know instantly but i don't always know everyone's first and last name you never hear the last name yeah you know you never get the last name so it's just like who is this person so she might be running into that. Like people just might not remember her. But also it kind of sounds like if you're doing these like contract jobs like we do, where like you don't talk to people after it's done, that's fine. And then it's also like if she's working like a day job and she's like, how are you doing, coworker? It's like, 
I saw you at the lunchroom yesterday. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. If she's not... Because for contract jobs, I could get staying in touch with people because they might be like... Sometimes you hit up people and you're like, hey, I'm not working right now. You know, any, yeah. any shows or something. But yeah. if you're not working contract jobs... Are you just checking in? Like, why are you checking in with your old co-workers? And she says... That's annoying. If someone, if someone is angry or thinks I'm a terrible person, why can't they just tell me? It would take five seconds to say, I don't think we really got along and I wasn't very fond of you as a co-worker. Could you imagine if I was allowed to say that to people? You would get one. And you would get one. Everyone would get one. You, you could... You could say that, but it's more likely that they sort of like her and just don't care enough to mm-hmm. keep like correspondence. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's like it's also she emailing, emailing or messaging because um, she should be emailing, and it's weird to send an email like that. Like you should have a point. I think she says she reaches out on like Facebook or something. That's you shouldn't be doing that. That's unprofessional. I don't know. It, it's. And like for just like keep up with people on Facebook like that's how how are you doing messages? I don't understand the satisfaction somebody gets over ignoring these quick. How are you doing messages? They don't get satisfaction. They just don't care. They really don't. They wouldn't get any satisfaction from continuing to respond. Well, she cares so much that she's like, well, they they, are you angry at me? Do you think I'm a terrible person? Like I deserve a response from you. Do you know how many times I go to like my friends' messages on like Facebook or something, and it's like, boom, going Valetic, eleven thirty p.m. Boom, six p.m. Boom, next week. Boom, last Tuesday, and it's like they see them, they don't reply. Yeah, but I know they see them. I know you guys see them. People, people do that all the time. Yeah, get like, it. You, We're busy. It, yeah, it's it's like if it's not urgent, like I I reply to things right away if it's like planning something, mm. but if it's just like a WhatsApp, yeah. It's it's. I'll, I'll let that sit for two weeks in my inbox. Just grow a little bit. Or sometimes it'll be like if I know the person's gonna send me a good video, I'll like wait until I like need a good video or something. Yeah. Like if they're good for quality content, then I'll be like, well, I'm gonna save this for later. I'm not gonna waste this on my lunch break. Also, she says that like, why can't they just tell her? I don't think we really got along, and I wasn't very fond of you as a coworker. She must tell this to people. If she's like, why don't why aren't people just saying they they don't like me? I do that all the time. I tell lots of people I don't like them. Like, why can't they be upfront with me? You know, I didn't respond because uh, she just reamed out <laughs> Becky the other day. <laughs> she said, "With hi, how are you?" And she's like, "I don't like you as a coworker." Do you have any suggestions? Oh wait, here we go. Um. And then remove that person permanently from my Rolodex. Piece of cake. Instead, I imagine they just delete my email or text without reading it just because my name is attached. Do you have any suggestions? Should I be more persistent until I get some sort of response? Signed, disconnecting. No, you should definitely not be more persistent. You should do this a lot less yeah. and only... Zero amount of time. Yeah, zero, zero amount of times. Maybe around like... Like you could do like a Christmas, like hope, yeah, do a hope Christmas your family... Card, yeah. Like keep in contact with like clients a little bit. Because I did have a prof that like did a whole like freelancing thing and he's like you should keep up with people yeah but if you're not a freelancer that's weird and you should stop <laughs> yeah you don't need to be remembered if you're working like full-time on something you know yeah we gotta like, make focus our fucking on faces your memorable. own job yeah don't email people yeah don't don't email people and if they don't respond like be professional and just let that be mm. you know what i have all this advice for other people interacting with this woman you know but nothing for her um, I think she should stop. She should only yeah. she should only keep up with people that uh, she had like a genuine connection with. And yeah. it seems like like two thirds of the people are responding to her, which is insane anyway. Yeah. Why do you want to be? F- I'd rather have one close friend than like 10 people that are like, 
Not much. Then like <laughs> 20 work friends. Yeah. Um, dear Disconnecting, you're making a choice to contact people unsolicited. This does not obligate them to answer in any particular way. Your, as, your insistence that people are obligated to respond honestly, even if they think you are a terrible person, is putting the burden on someone whose only crime is to be in your Rolodex. Maybe they don't think you're a terrible person, but they just don't feel like corresponding with you. Maybe they don't think you are... Maybe they do think you are a terrible person, but are too polite or intimidated to say. You should not take this silence personally. You should accept it for what it is, a social cue. Please do not respond to silence with more persistence. In social interactions, most often, you should try to mirror the behavior of the other person. If you know you have the correct contact information and reach out a couple times and don't get a response, then yes, you should remove that person from your contact list. It's very true. Mm. You don't get to keep everybody. You got to... There's nothing better than going through your phone and deleting old fucking contacts. Like, who? There's, there's nothing better than that? Oh, do you click on the conversation thing and it's like, last message, like 2017. And you're like, whoa, I'd like to delete that conversation, man. Get out of there. I, I've done that on Just Facebook. Bloat. I've unfollowed a lot of people on Facebook. You do the, the birthday thing. Who is, whose birthday is it? I don't know. You unfriend. You yeah, know? it's like I don't need this notification over the course anymore. of time. All right. Well, that's the show there. Um, last thing I'll I'm say. I'm applauding. Yeah, thank you. I'm doing sign language Woo! applause. Can't wow. believe I remember that far back. You know what? For America. Ah. I hurt my ears. Take that, Oxford. Now I'm deaf. Um, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram, Bad Advice Podcast, uh, badadvicepodcast.ca, Spotify. Spotify. I listened iTunes, to it on Spotify Google the other Play, day. Podbean. Uh, my last musing, um, see, Instagram accounts can just change their names now. I did that recently. It sucks because I was trying to find a specific account. Was it me? No. <laughs> I changed mine very recently. Because I didn't know that you could change it. Because I used to have a really long Instagram handle. Yeah, you can change kind of it whatever you want. I just changed it. I don't remember what I changed it to. And sometimes it's CatLions94 or something. Yeah, it was like a classic email one. Yeah. Now? Sorry, what, what were you going to say about... Oh, you? I was trying to find a, a, an Instagram account. I think they just deleted it. I can't find it anymore. There was a looking meme on there. And I think the whole... It just disappeared overnight. Or they changed their name and you just can't... Yeah, exactly. You can't find them anymore. What's your new name now? Where can they find you? Uh, I think I said it. It's, it's like Cat Lions ninety four. Oh, that, I thought I, it was your old one. No, it oh. used to be Catherine Super Serious Photos. That which was is really, really fucking funny. It, it was funny, but it's also like if you're tagged in it, it's really long. And then yeah. it, I don't really post. I think people shouldn't follow me on. You can follow me on Instagram. Don't yeah. get your hopes up. All right, we'll catch you next week. Maybe after Halloween. Spooky man. Ooh.